Rocking a piss is way more acceptable than pissing a rock. Yeah, or a stone. Um, yeah, I mean. Which seems painful, I've heard is, yeah. Kidney rocks, when you get kidney rocks. Is that what Kid Rock's named after? It's Yeah, it's correct. Short for Absolutely. Kidney Rock? My name is Kidney <laughs> Stones. <laughs> bah with the bah, got a urinary tract infection. It's draft one. We fixed it later. <laughs> no, yeah. hold on. This has to change. Instead of that thing about the infection, can you say banged a dang, banged a diggy diggy or something like that? <laughs> Are you open to feedback at this point in time? <laughs> Kidney, please. <laughs> Kidney is my father. <laughs> my name is Mr. Sour Pickles. They are the visionaries. Rappling hook. Unlock your dick. Welcome everybody to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. It's an adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And I'm Austin. You guys, I don't know if I've had like just having my 3D specs on for too long. I am seeing double. I'm seeing double everything. This week we didn't watch a show about a dragon. Let's, let's be clear. There was not one dragon, but there was a double dragon in this, in our, in in what we call, in the show we watched this week, there was two dragons. <laughs> it's twice the dragon twice for your, the your normal buck. Now, if you're thinking, what's a good dragon name? Well, how about Billy? <laughs> I was going to say Patrick. How about Tommy? <laughs> Tommy's not one of them. I know he's here. I was going to get to it. No, there's Billy and Tommy and it's Rod. Jimmy. It's Jimmy. It's Rod, the third <laughs> dragon, the unspoken <laughs> dragon. The oldest dragon is named Rod. Rod dragon. <laughs> it's already so off the rails. Rory can't even decide what the names of the main characters are. <laughs> no, I, I've decided and you guys are telling me I'm wrong. There's Billy, Tommy, and Rod, and also Patrick. We've got our friend Patrick Staggerman in the house, everybody. The fourth Hello. dragon in Double I thought dragon. his name was Jimmy Staggerman. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jimmy Patrick Lee Staggerman. That's incredibly Irish. I am the fourth double dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that four is just what happens when you double a double dragon. That's true. You know? You get double, double dragon. The FDA uh, did warn. They do warn you about wearing your 3D specs for more than you know, <laughs> two or three hours in a, in a time. Or things start to get a little different. Or you start to see the world just a little different. I like this wild, unfiltered energy we have today. Uh, we haven't recorded the show in like three weeks. We were on a little summer break. And we decided to come right back in to, to big old pilot shit. Uh, because we love our patrons and whatever they vote on. Uh, we're gonna watch, and I'm high as a kite on 3D on 3D specs. <laughs> yeah, whatever happens, I'm, with ri- I'm riding the rainbow wave, baby. <laughs> blame it, blame it on what the FDA calls 3D sickness. <laughs> and Patrick, we're so we're so glad that you're here. Uh, we got kind of a, a a a sense of how you felt about tonight's content early on. Yeah. Uh, you ready to you ready to sort of. Have those feelings out in public. Share your shame. Spread it out. On, spread it out on a sandwich. I, I think I speak for all of the Patreon subscribers when I say 
yes, I did vote for this show. <laughs> and yes, oh. I'm sorry. I voted for this show. <laughs> oh, finally, finally, we get to confront somebody I think, about I this. I think this is a great thing that we should do every time going forward is... Is put somebody in the hot seat. If they voted for the show, we have to watch. They need to be here with us. Yeah. This thing where we have to suffer with no consequences to the voting board is over. <laughs> because here's the thing is I forgot that mm. I that this that this was a Patreon voted thing. And so when you guys shared these episodes with me and I watched them, uh, I was so ready to be angry at you. And then and then just two minutes ago, you mentioned that you do what the Patreons asked for. And I said oh, to myself, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, did, I did this to myself. And in yeah. fairness to you, I remember liking this show. Now, it's not I the also first time. Do. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, the it's... reason that I voted for it is the same reason that I keep telling you guys to watch Beast Wars. Um, mm. And I and mm. I know, I know if you guys actually went and watched Beast Wars back, that it would be truly horrendous um yeah i didn't think that far with this and i was like oh yeah i <laughs> double this was like this was like is, kindergarten and first is, grade is, for me we're gonna go about to get real deep in the weeds here for a sec there's a <laughs> quote from uh from beast wars that i remember to this day because it was so <laughs> utterly confusing to me at the time uh somebody somebody's acting you know acting in charge right and uh, one of, I think the rat, I think the goofball rat says, mm -hmm. "Sure, who who That's died and made you Optimus Primal?" <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, but that phrase doesn't. You can, no. You have Optimus to know Primal you, is his name. You have you'd have to know that that phrase is even a thing, right? Mm -hmm. And also, mm -hmm. nobody becomes Optimus Primal through way of somebody dying. And if yeah. they did, it would only be Optimus Primal. Yeah. Oh, or his so son, Optimus, maybe. Did Optimus Primal die and make you Optimus Primal? <laughs> <laughs> like some sort of Highlander. Uh, I, I too have fond memories of enjoying the hell out of Double Dragon. They're from like half an hour ago. I really had a good time today. I don't know what the fuck you guys are on about. This show is exactly right. This is everything I need. I, um, I, in, okay. I can't say I didn't enjoy it. There's a, you can get a good trash high off of it, but yeah, it's, but it's objectively it's... bad, and that's never stopped us before. But historically, the shows I've liked as a little kid, I don't think I've been so wrong about. Right, right, right. right. Sure, sure. No, I, I remember catching this show once or twice when I was very young and being, being so completely yeah, stoked about hard for 30 minutes uh -huh. oh, yeah. and then never being able to catch it again. And I was always like, maybe I'll turn on the TV and see if maybe this time it'll be double dragon <laughs> and always being disappointed. I like the and magical I'm, thinking on your end that you just never looked up when it was on. <laughs> look, just Rory, like, I've had to explain this a couple times, <laughs> but you know, as like a six year old, my ability to interface with, with the TV, TV guide, guide was not there yet it was not there yet and i don't think i could ask my like my dad is 40 years older than me and i don't think i could have him help me figure out when double dragon comes when's double dragon on son you can't watch two dragons at once we have one television but think back i just want the listeners to think back to when and all listeners think back to when they were a little a little child and they were going to go to karate class mm. and you're putting your gi on and 
little did you know that you just hit a growth spurt and your pants are a little too tight and you're like, okay, but that's fine. And then when you try to put your gi on, it, it doesn't even quite f- go over your chest because you've grown so much and oh, you're so okay. stoked because you've grown so much that the gi doesn't eat. It, it just hits your nipples and that's it. And you've become a karate master and then, and you're like, well, I guess I can't go to karate today because my gi doesn't fit. Because I've already mastered karate, as you can see from my very small gi. So, so then you turn on the TV and there's two double dragon warriors who are also wearing gis that are too small they're, for they're them. bursting out of them, yeah. <laughs> That's Just how these... stoked I was every uh-huh. time I watched this show growing Okay, up. now Patrick, really quickly, my embarrassing childhood martial arts memories come from when I took Taekwondo and kept farting in class. Like quite oh, a lot, <laughs> like a lot, like a lot, a lot. I did a lot did of you, a lot of public uh, farting. Were you not? Were you? Did you not? Was your uh, your uh, lactose thing not not sort of known at the time? Or oh, were you it just was a, fully a it was farting fully boy. <laughs> but I was just a real precocious farting boy. It just came <laughs> out when I did all the kicks. You know, sure, sure. <laughs> but that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, what's really important is is to keep talking about d- uh, Double Dragon, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because if we don't, we're going to be in trouble, Dragon. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> podcast bad. <laughs> Can we talk about it? Can we do this now? Yeah, of course. Should we dive right in? To be a dragon, you gotta be strong. Humble, never bragging. Always fight for right, battling wrong. With the power of the dragon. Everybody, uh, we are entering the dragon Ooh. times two. Um, oh, twice in one night. The first. <laughs> oh, no, once in the same night, just from both ends. Oh, God. And okay, all right, no, it's fine. Um, Double Dragon. The first episode we watched was the fourth episode, "The Price of Oblivion." And before I do a little synopsis, I just want to talk a little more about Double Dragon. This show. Um, how it came to be, uh, if you were not familiar with early video games and the arcade scene and early console gaming, uh, Double Dragon was a successful beat-em-up series. And I remember playing a little bit of it, at least in arcades. I don't know if I ever owned, I might have rented a, mm-hmm. uh, a Super Nintendo version here or there, um... Did anybody play Double Dragon at all? Yeah, yeah I absolutely. did, but I I don't think before I was familiar with the franchise as a whole. Sure, mm. sure. There was also a movie, like a live action movie in 1994. Uh, this came out in 1993, and as far as I can tell, the animated series and the movie have nothing basically in common with each other. There is no. not like an adaptation of one or the other. They both are just sort of based on the Double Dragon The games. fighting property, yeah. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fighting property. And it's kind of interesting, kind of interesting to see <laughs> to see two different takes on uh, this incredible tapestry. Uh, unfortunately, world. both were really bad takes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah mm-hmm. both really bad. To, you um, know, both Lily White uh, generally, well, the movie, one of the brothers was played by um, 
Mark DeCasos, Mark DeCasos, who is the uh, the chairman in Iron Chef America. Uh, oh, wow. He uh, wound up playing one of the one of the dragons in the in the live action movie, um, as well as uh, the guy from Party of Five. um and also i just need to say this because when i was looking up mark DeCasos, i found out that he recently this year played a character in a batman animated thing called soul the dragon where he played Mm -hmm. the character richard dragon (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) richard dragon is uh the best name I've ever heard <laughs> um, until I get to another one that I'll, I'll share later. Um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of double dragon. I mean, it, it ran for two seasons and it didn't really stick around. I don't think no, it, was it, it left. Good. It left the cultural zeitgeist in a puff of smoke and it was did. never spoken of again. <laughs> yeah. Double dragon came in in the early nineties and just like a, a whirlwind and everybody was all about it. Yeah. A show and a movie. And then by 1995, it was gone forever. It was <laughs> eradicated from memory, like a men in it's, black flashy beam. It's <laughs> the only show that I can think of where like in fourth grade, I was sitting around with other fourth graders reminiscing. We were like, I don't remember but Double you, Dragon. Like you felt old. That is the first <laughs> yeah. one only time you felt old. Like, at and 10. we're like, oh yeah. Like a sandcastle reclaimed by the tide. It was just <laughs> gone with no trace. <laughs> no trace. Well, I mean, I don't know if this makes you feel any better about hating it, but it also it was uh, it was developed by a guy named Phil Harnage, who was the head writer on Ring <gasps> Raiders. Oh no. So, you know, there's a good lineage. He also wrote one of our episodes today. Oh, did he, Phil? Yeah, I think he wrote. The, I think he wrote the second episode. Yeah, because mm. the first one's written by by Austin's best friend, <laughs> our best friend, our friend <laughs> of the Forward. show, Bob Forward, who we haven't <laughs> yeah. at this point had on the show as a guest, but I would sure love to because he. <laughs> How does that written, email go? Hey, I love your name, and you I also love, do cartoons. Well, I love the shitty He's work. You've so done. prolifically active, yeah. For somebody who wrote who writes consistent dog shit. Well, he yes. wrote basically the entirety of the Legend of Zelda animated series in the late '80s and coined oh. the "Excuse me, princess" phrase. Uh, and uh, I boy, will say legend. it it was easier to follow his episode than it was to follow that's, the second. That's episode. a good point uh, and a yes. great transition. Uh, let's talk about episode four, Price of a Bro. Let's talk about episode four. Forgot language the, for a second. Let's talk about episode four, The Price of Oblivion. <laughs> written, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Uh, written by Bob Forward. Uh, the Shadow Master begins distributing a drug called Oblivion so that he can turn Metro City's population into mindless zombies. The Lee brothers then meet a retired special, fortu- special forces member named Colonel McCready after he is run off the road by a couple of drugged up drivers and together... The three team up to stop the Shadow Master and destroy his drug factory. Now, his name is not Colonel McReady. It's nope. McReady. It's, it's McReady. It's McReady. Because okay. he's, he's McReady for but anything. Also, <laughs> but also his first name is Charles, which is not inherently funny until apparently screaming Charles just really gets to me. People screaming Charles, uh, Charles really the tickled kid me. that he met. Yeah, Charles is the kid's name. Char- oh, shit. He's you're totally Charles. right. Him screaming. Well, that's why I loved him screaming Charles. So much. <laughs> <laughs> Charles. 
Oh, yeah. God. This theme song. So we, we've we've sort of been lax lately on the show about like really focusing on the theme songs at all. But this one is really atrocious. Uh, it starts with my favorite rhyme that I've ever heard in a theme song, I think, which is oh, to be man. a dragon, you got to be strong, humble, never <sighs> bragging. Oh, Always fight for right, just... battling wrong with the power of the dragon. That'll do I mean, it. it does rhyme. It does indeed. You cannot fault it. Yeah. Hey, Patrick, I, I, I did will, you yeah, ever sure. watch uh, Cowboys and Moo Mesa? Um, yeah, yeah. I ask yeah. because they were very much all about the code of the West. <laughs> and uh, we have a new similar code, which is the code of the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think they followed the very first tenet of the Code of the Dragon, which is never intentionally harm another? Yeah. Do you think they did no, a good I, job on that? I have, a, <laughs> I have a note on this. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if I can find it because it's a little bit further down here. Um, well, they're total. First of all, Billy and Jimmy, they're total meatheads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just these beefy white bros. Their torsos are um, enormous. <laughs> Their torsos are enormous. Billy at one point forgets that he even has a mystic dragon tattoo that he can use to help him out. Yeah. Um, they, uh, there's a, there's they a funny moment. Nothing. The they do so, nothing to avoid fighting. Now, granted that they, they, they are brothers, but it doesn't stop. That doesn't stop what I'm about to say. Cause they come back they're on their way back from a male bonding trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And there is completely unseen. They've got like male bonding paraphernalia in the back that is not <laughs> that is not described or seen. I think they say fishing gear at one point, they but do there's say yeah. fishing gear. That's not what I think of. You when can't I... see anything. And at the end of at the end of the episode, there's a there's there's a rod that it doesn't it's not specifically a fishing rod, but it it that's what you would assume. Uh-huh. But their their uh, their abstract male bonding gear is <laughs> yeah. Very no, silly, so, and, then, so, and then Colonel McReady's like, "I I knew this. I I can recognize the, the backseat of this of this shit show anywhere." Yeah. <laughs> so so the way that this episode starts is with all of compared to all of the shows that you've had me watch with you, the worst the worst theme song. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. the most poorly animated cartoon you've had me watch. Yeah. And I've seen some. I've seen some pretty bad animation errors in mm-hmm. the cartoons but in terms of the general like frame to frame animation of this show truly astoundingly has just problems with perspective yeah. and i i got to say <laughs> i think the biggest knock against this show while i would love it to be the writing of mr bob forward i got to <laughs> say it's the animation because yeah. this show clearly wants to be a much cooler show and yeah. it wants to be like SWAT cats. It wants to be Wildcats or another cool show with cats in the name. But um, it's so well, it also, dorky. Everybody looks has, so fucking dorky. It yeah. has vibes of both like Sky Surfer Strike Force and uh-huh. cops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it has those two vibes sort of merged together and is somehow look it somehow looks worse than both. And yeah, it's 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 not it's not good to look at. Well, Colonel uh, McReady is um, a pretty complicated character. Where he's, I like him, yeah. But then he does he does decide he's had enough of a, a vague New York City type town and uh, go on a go on a bender of beating up drug addicts. Yeah, 
No, so this he, is, he's retired for one whole day and he's like, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. So this is his whole thing, right? I mean, he's like some sort of special uh, military man and he's just retired. They give him a lift, blah, blah, blah. He's just moved home to his, his like home neighborhood. He meets this kid named Charles, who he immediately forms an unshakable bond with. And <laughs> Charles, Charles, Charles. <laughs> and. Later on, when shit goes down with this drug all on the streets, yeah, that's what he's like. He's like, yeah, you know what? He has a fucking soliloquy, and I'm, I'm just going to drop it. He says, violence, crime, murder everywhere. My neighborhood, a cesspool of drugs and devastation. A good kid taken before my eyes. The police are overwhelmed. Drugs are everywhere. I can stand by no longer. The retirement's over. And he pulls out a box labeled Experimental Plasma Blaster. <laughs> that I guess he took from Army like He's a just allowed actor to keep taking it. a souvenir prop yeah. from a movie. He just gets to keep it. I just don't understand. Now, you, you no. know, okay. I mean, I guess maybe not. Maybe I thought, I thought this was common knowledge, but I guess not. When you leave the Army, you get to take one experiment home with you. <laughs> <laughs> you get one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh shit! R- really quickly, I do just because it was my favorite part of yeah. this entire p- brothers. I just want to rewind back to when they first meet Blaster. Oh God! So, please no, we're all over the place. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. So the first thing that we see is Blaster driving he's not blaster yet sorry but he's driving home in his very nice car and another very nice sports car rides him off the road and crashes and so the double dragons give him a lift and it is the most <laughs> it has the most homoerotic tones it's so funny tones these, these brothers ever... couldn't be happier to have found a third yeah I know. <laughs> billy billy is lounging he's got he's reclining in the passenger seat and uh, they they drive up to him. Oh wait, in, wait, wait, wait Patrick, I'm sorry to keep interrupting car. you, but you have to imagine okay. these two are packed into this sports car. They're so wide that their that their tits are basically touching from the <laughs> different human car monster seats. trucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and Billy's being like, ah, the sweet smell of smog, home at last. You can keep your mosquitoes and your poison ivy, bro. Give me the city any day. They love the city. It's got such a 70s New York vibe. Yeah, I, know. Like, oh, I love the smog. <laughs> you know, the fourth, away dragon, the fourth dragon is the city. Yeah. <laughs> Time to go lick but the yeah, river. So, and then they talk about male bonding very generically, which so that starts it off. But then they pick up this guy and they're like, hi, looks like you could use a lift. If you wouldn't mind. You know, you know, the you know, the price, right? Ask cash your gas. Yeah. And then Blaster says, Couple of roadhogs sent me right into the ditch. <laughs> and then, I don't remember which one, but one of the dragons says, So, a couple of guys blew your doors off, huh? You might say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if, I mean, yeah. if, if Bob was right purposefully, <laughs> really hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he sets a tone that unfortunately he doesn't follow through with. For the no, rest but it's of a very hour. porny. It's a very porny start. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that, I, I actually was disappointed. I was really hoping that that would 
thread yeah. through these episodes, and I was very disappointed it didn't because, man, oof. yeah, 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 they got to consummate that. It just gives you something to listen to. I think the porny vibe is also sort of accentuated by you've been given a line as a voice actor, right? That's mm-hmm. it's in the cadence of a joke, but the joke is not a joke, and so you've just true. You're saying it kind of like a double entendre rather than a joke. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, absolutely right. if there's anything in common with this cartoon and porn, it's really Not- bad acting. <laughs> uh, and and I think that that does also connect that line, that those two dots there. I would love to talk about drugs. <laughs> um, <laughs> because the whole sort of gist of this episode is that our villain, who is the Shadow Master, I guess we haven't really talked about the Shadow Master and the Shadow... The Shadow Whatever. Warriors. Shadow Warriors. Thank you. It's, you know, very forgettable and bad. Um, <laughs> the Shadow Master is making a drug. He's making a hot new drug that he's going to just give to the people and it's going to turn them into zombies. And he's got to then distribute it. He's got to use his goons to to get this drug on the market. And he chooses the best neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there's a lot of talk about neighborhoods here that I yes. don't, I'm not super comfortable with. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and the, so the description of, of the, of Oblivion users, I think was almost kind of smart for a show directed at kids, not smart mm-hmm. in general, but like they've sort of reclassified every sort of negative um, attribute that comes with addiction that isn't specifically the drug, right? And they've sort of just said the drug makes you do these things. It makes you steal and it makes you go crazy. And it's like, right. If it was a little bit more tasteful, it would have been a neat way to bring up the downside of, you know, drug addiction to children. And it, it didn't hit it. It just didn't hit that mark. The the thing that I found most frustrating about it is the fact that just sort of dropping it off on a street corner is enough to sort of get the whole, whole city addicted. Like, what does it do? Like, is it cool? <laughs> like, does it <laughs> does it actually get you high? Well, he does say instant euphoria. Okay, I might have missed that. Instant euphoria, instantly addictive, and then the addict will do anything to get more. Well, uh, and, but again, this is one of those things where, like, if you explain doing drugs to a kid, they don't get it. They're like, why would no. you do it, though? But I don't understand. Isn't being a kid awesome enough? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah you're, you're not is wrong. Isn't, like... A really good, like, uh, popsicle. Like, <laughs> yeah, but have you never had fun dip? <laughs> Is it as good as watching an episode of Double Dragon? Because let me tell you about this show. <laughs> oh, God. Those were the days. Um, I like, I like the, the extreme, like, uh, just wanton, I don't even know, carelessness that this plot is written with. Uh, they just, like you said, they just, they're like, we're going to drop it in the nice neighborhood. Cause that'll, you know, that'll be the, the worst, right? That's where you live audience. Well, cause, mm. Cause yeah, there's that. But then also the bad neighborhoods have already been turned eat like even worse by right. the shadow goons to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like blaster comes home. He's like, funny thing. My, this neighborhood didn't used to have burglar bars on all the windows before, you know, before I left. And, yep. <laughs> and, the, and the two white martial artists drop the black guy off in his neighborhood and they're like, uh, nice neighborhood. Like they judge it's his so neighborhood. Gross. It's weird. 
And then the little kid Charles is like, Just remember to keep your doors locked at all times. And get some bars for your windows. Yeah, he's a member of the neighborhood watch. <laughs> Charles! Charles! <laughs> yeah, he gets kidnapped and whatever. The episode kind of goes off the rails from there. turns into a laser fight, basically, with everybody yes. all the when, time. When doesn't it? Right. But, you know, my brain immediately went to all of the places an episode like this probably would go in just a baseline competent show that would do. Mm -hmm. It would still be a bad moralizing episode about drug use. But the whole thing about like, oh, Charles is going to be the impressionable kid and it's going to like become, be tempted with drugs. But he's not. Right. He just gets snatched off the street out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. There's nothing. Nothing. Hap <laughs> like there's no it causality doesn't go between there's events. No, right. Right. There's no discussion about like. About what drugs do or this it's literally it's which just again, a vector to me is almost a nuanced cool take and he mr forward just didn't get us there like we <laughs> no. don't need an entire dare episode we can we not just see get kind of a little bit i i, I haven't i'm gonna say the words kind of a wire right like just kind of see <laughs> what it's like around the use yeah. of a drug like oblivion and not actually explain what it does or why it's bad and just see the ripple effects. But of course, he has to say, you know, Oblivion makes people mindless monsters and they will do all the crime I want. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Uh, Charles my drug army will do infinite crime. My drug right. army will do infinite crime. It's also a nuclear bomb of a drug. Like even the, the lady cop who has a very small role. Don't they invent a second drug called Super yeah. Oblivion? <laughs> yeah. So he doubles down on this. But even with just the first drug, he uh, the lady cop is like, crime is up 600% in one day. Like it, this yeah. doesn't take place over months. If crime is up in a city 600%, that's just a riot. Yeah. 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 That's not a statistic. Yeah, you, this is a this is a oblivion riot. So oblivion has caused all these people to riot, and then <laughs> shadow shadow master is just like, hey, guess what? Part B of my plan: super oblivion going to cause brain damage and everybody to follow my authority. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna, and why and did he even first, bother with oblivion? I know his first rollout didn't even go that well. All of his his you know minions kind of messed it up. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> but he doubles down just like double dragon <laughs> but it, it is funny talking about uh how how sort of cartoonishly evil shadow master is and he is he's kind of delightfully evil um he's got a real evil mullet yeah he's a huge dork <laughs> and now i'm forgetting which which brother was raised by shadow master jimmy jimmy so Billy yeah, was was talking one. about how great his how, Billy was talking about how great his childhood was. How dare you like, confuse the two of them? <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't you remember? Don't you have fond don't you have fond childhood memories? And Jimmy's like, I was raised by the Shadow Master, <laughs> which is a fun little thing about this show that is is sort of lightly only lightly touched on is that yeah. one of these brothers was some sort of child slave to the you know, the most evil person on earth. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is something I forgot when I was reading up. And then I remembered this episode is in, in the first episode of this show, Billy's like on the shadow side or Jimmy, whichever one, yeah. Jimmy's right. on the shadow side matter. in the pilot. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's still the bad yeah. guy. And then, yeah, he, we gotta and go then free he, until they, until they meet the dragon. oldest dragon. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> now, I just have to say it. Uh, I don't know if we meet him in these episodes, but the, the actor 
who plays the oldest dragon. According to the credits, his name is French Tickner. <laughs> and just to bring back my regular segment of funny names that I saw in the credits. But French Tickner is is not as I would as I would find out, not a fake name. It's a real <laughs> name. His name is French Tickner. He's Nor 90 is it a years sex old. move. <laughs> you would think. You would think it's like a marital aid of some kind. <laughs> Yeah. Well, French Tickner and David Keckner had a child named French Stewart. That's how it goes. Is that mm. how that goes? Yes. Yeah. It's like oh, the Pokemon wow. chart. I'm going to have mm-hmm. this joke stricken from the record. <laughs> That's fine. You can totally cut it out. <laughs> uh, just just one just a couple of things that I want to before we move on to the next episode, please, a couple please. a couple of like really quick things I want to highlight. One is that there's a whole sequence after Colonel McReady pulls out his experimental plasma gun or whatever. Plasma blaster. Sorry. He gets named blaster at the end when he joins the team. It also, it right? also comes with uh, some sweet goggles. Yes. Because, because plasma is mm-hmm. very bright. Yeah. There's a whole sequence where we sort of are seeing what all of our main characters are up to. He's out there on the streets, kicking ass constantly. Meanwhile, the dragons are fixing their car and they're fixing their car for a very long time. And I just don't understand. Like I, I get that their car is dope and merchandisable and has all sorts of car mounted disc launchers that are fun for the kids. But I just, can they no. not fight crime without it? If, if I thought it was intentional, the racial dichotomy between these two different <laughs> heroes is whole is like so on point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, uh, did we mention Colonel McReady is black? We haven't mentioned that. That's we haven't context. Mentioned it. That's context for your comment, and it's very legit. Yes. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> fucking A. The other thing I was going to mention is that, uh, there's one sequence. I don't think we've dropped any Shadow Master clips yet. If we have, whatever. But he is the extremely... super clip of Shadow Master being spooky. <laughs> <sighs> no, he's just. He's so gross. He's so thrilled about his drug being out there and working that I think he comes. And there is nothing the double dragons can do about it. Ah. Yeah, he is. He's horny for evil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Big time. Fuck this show. Yeah, guys. Shadow Master also, I can't remember if it was in this one or the other one, but he does a big uh he does a big laugh. He does a big evil laugh just before a cut to a commercial. But then he does the laugh one for an extended period of time, and then it lingers on him stopping laughing and just kind of being normal, like <laughs> post laugh. It's just like a little bit of silence after he's done laughing where they hold just a little too long. It's it's God, if it if it was intentional, it'd be extremely funny. But yeah. it's not. It's just bad. Um, yeah. Okay, I sorry. One more thing I have to call out from this episode. Uh, okay. So McReady is is beating down thugs in the street to figure out like where the drug hideout Charles is, and then meanwhile the double dragons get that information because they're driving in their car and they don't know where it is, but they can ask the oh. dragon. They can ask their dragons. Their but they, tattoos. Dragon spell, tattoos. The dragon spell they do. Yeah, yeah. They, they can. They can make the dragon tattoo on their chest come alive. And uh, <laughs> when one brother tells the other, like, you know, you can use your dragon, right? He's like, <laughs> oh yeah. How are we gonna find the Shadow Master's drug factory? I mean, he could be anywhere. The Double Dragon shall guide us. Well, what are you waiting for? Fire up that lizard. I'm driving. Use yours. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Forgot I had one now. 
Now let's see, how'd that go? I call upon the power of the dragon. Lead us to the butt we wish to kick. You call that a mystic incantation? Hey, it worked, didn't it? Uh, that was it worked, funny. bro. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, there is a weird moment where McReady, uh, now now sort of for you know joining the Brotherhood of Dragon Boys, uh, has to be branded with the dragon at the very end of the episode. And uh, I guess that's a thing. I don't. I don't think there's a a, a large amount of people who are tattooed the dragon. So. I think it does go onto like his costume. I don't think he necessarily gets tattooed with What's it on his on body, the chest. It, it is for a second and then disappears yeah. and then he has a new costume. Oh, okay. And a new name. They give him a fraternity name after the yeah. hazing. <laughs> call me call me Blaster. His poots. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wrap everything up by saying, "Yeah, with the oblivion destroyed, the attics will end up in the city treatment programs." Yeah, <laughs> hopefully they get better someday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah, done the and, bare minimum. <laughs> and then in the column of smoke left behind by the ruined drug factory, Shadowmaster's face pops out of a smoke cloud and saying, mm, I'll get you next time. And I don't. Is he a smoke guy? I guess yeah, not. That, is it like an artistic so, interpretation? So, so he definitely has magic, but then he also has laser beams. Well, and yeah, the, and, the, and in the next episode we watch, he's hanging out with some kind of doorknob, some kind of like castle <laughs> yeah, doorknob. Talking doorknob, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the delineation between what's magic and what's technology is uh, not in this show. No, <laughs> they no. just choose to not explain it. That's a great transition. Let's get out of here. Let's go. Hey everybody, it's that time where we duck in to say that we have a Patreon, because we have a Patreon. Mm. And uh, every every once in a while, we'll, we'll pop in and remind you of that and tell <laughs> you how cool it is. <laughs> and sometimes we have to tell you how cool our new patrons are, because mm. we have four new patrons we wanted to shout out. Um, in full disclosure, we are bookkeeping is slightly bad so we might have forgotten I, I like that you said our and you didn't say mine even though it is for sure my fault if it's bad <laughs> it's our fault for allowing you to <laughs> right running right. such reflects, running such reflects poorly on us so. <laughs> um yeah but so you know just we're gonna say four just in case we we forgot or remembered so here are the four we want to thank as joining our Patreon very recently. We have Alexander, Woo! Nolan, Woo! Naomi, Woo! and Purple. Woo! And thanks to the four of you for, for joining the family. It is a pay to join family. Uh, that is <laughs> like true. All family. <laughs> like all families. <laughs> like all families, it's contingent on, on monetary transactions. We accept cash or check. Um, and look... Being on Patreon is a great place to be. Those four, they got the idea. They're uh, they're joining the party when it's hot. It's hot and good. Uh, we've got all kinds of stuff for patrons right now. We have uh, two new Magical Girl retrospectives. Uh, we have like a full bonus episode on the rest of Star vs. the Force of Evil and Madoka Magica. Uh, those are like full-length episodes you can hear, along with a bunch of our other full-length Patreon bonus episodes. Um, 
And we also have uh, a cool new thing happening. Uh, pitch us an arc. Uh, at any level of Patreon support, you can, uh, and you'll find more information on the page once you join, but you uh, you can propose an arc for us to do, and we'll do it. We'll pick one. <laughs> we'll do it. Do it. Uh Rory, isn't this nice when Austin does all of the stuff that we need to say so that we just oh, get I'm, to sit back? Yeah, and I get to just relax. We get to sip our little t- tropical beverages. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a roll. I had to keep going. Yeah, you had to keep going. And meanwhile, me and Andy have finished our drinks and have gone back for seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back to the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> no, everything you said is real. It's it's uh, it's a lovely place. Uh, if 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 this sort of thing matters to you, you get a fun different color on our discord that shows that you give us money and are part of our money family <laughs> but uh yeah uh that's that's all we got i think yeah i think that's pretty much it um be sure to again find our discord also join our discord and uh find us on social if you want if you still do that and uh and i don't know use it to give us a kiss <laughs> <laughs> you'll find a way kiss me on my socials <laughs> <laughs> But intentionally harm another. Do not battle if you can avoid it. You Billy Lee, a Dragon Master now. Dragon Master was born with a mark of the double dragon. It's time. We're back. It's the double dragon, double segment, double dragon, part two, 15, episode 15, Shadow Claw. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> this week has broken me. It's broken me, you guys. All right. Here's, here's a, a, a synopsis for Shadow Claw. Ice Pick invents a new video game-like virtual reality system, which allows him to blast people and <laughs> objects in the real world. <laughs> When he then manages to digitize the double dragons into the video game, a young video game obsessed boy named Danny must use his skills to help the Lee brothers escape from the virtual reality machine and retrieve the dragon claws. This episode, I want I want to start with some high level thought real quick because do it. The the more they do it, they do a sailor says at the end about how. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. everything should be used in moderation. We've we've heard that one before. Mm-hmm. A- and how, do, you know, don't let your whole life be about video games, which on one hand seems reasonable. On the other hand, they literally rely on somebody who spent the time to develop a skill uh, to save them. And then they're like, by the way, don't do that. That's stupid and bad. You shouldn't bad. play so much. You shouldn't play so much. You become good at video games. Only a little bit. <laughs> by the way, you should buy our video game Double Dragon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I hadn't even thought about that part. <laughs> and you should buy our Dragon Claw daggers now in stores. Uh, uh yeah. A weapon that we have we hear referenced many times but don't actually see unless they but because I think their swords are not the daggers. No. no. Dragon no, Claw they, daggers are they show different. them. They're literally they? dragon they're claws. They're not used. They're not used. They're not used. Yeah. No, they're we, never they're, used. 
yeah it, it's very it's very odd i we we've we are coming up against a little bit of unexpected serialization here um that was exactly the word i was gonna use yeah <laughs> yeah the, the, it's totally fine we just we always pick when it looks like a piece of shit show we always just pick the fun looking synopses as we've said many a time uh we have now shown up in this episode lacking a little bit of context it's okay but they've got these dragon claw daggers and everybody wants them and that's kind of all that ended up being important is that everyone wants them except the bad guys can't use them no, right. no, shadow. They're dragon artifacts. Shadows can't touch them. The 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 bad guys just want to keep them from being used against themselves. I guess maybe, yeah. But yeah, uh, the, the the lore is that the double dragons use the power of the green flame or the dragon flame, and the shadow masters use the power of the black flame or the shadow flame or whatever. It's a black yeah. flame and a green flame, respectively. And Nary the Twain shall meet. <laughs> right. It's a lot of nonsense for very simple content. Um I I defy I defy the word simple hmm? to to describe this plot. It is Well, the plot is not simple. No. It is but not. The the actual moment to moment is winding. I would say the sort of first grade reading level of it is is a little uh-huh. obtuse. Yeah. Uh, the the thing the thing that we should discuss as it's central to the plot is the nature of Ice Pick's new reality simulator. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and let me know if you think I've gotten this correct. This is how I interpret the reality simulator. Ice Pick gets in a chair and he plays a video game. But the video game has like video game graphics, but it's a one-to-one recreation of the real world around them. And Mm -hmm. you fly around shooting stuff in the video game. And meanwhile, a real life little eyeball laser flies around in the real world and does what you're doing at the same time. But also there's a digital world where only digital things can exist. Yeah. And it's not really a game, is it? It's 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 really just it's kind of like a drone interface. It's a matrix, right? It's this idea that there's an entire cyber reality that hasn't been discovered that nobody's going to (laughs) program. But it's just there yeah. uh, as some sort of frontier to find. At the same time, the way they talk, the way Ice Pick talks, it just seems like a little like a program he whipped up uh, it does for fun. Also. It's like the game he designed. And then they get completely stymied by this game, even though it's you you made it, dude. Yeah. Like, this is it. <laughs> we yeah. need to find someone good enough at this game that I just made. <laughs> well, that's, you made it. Make it different. That's the crazy thing. So. I mean, I'll jump ahead. We can we can talk about any part of this that we want. I just want to I want to get to the the most interesting bit, which is that they they capture the double dragons and they get them digitized into this video game. And then they just spend some time having fun attacking them in the video game. But why did you design the video game to also happen in real life if this was what you wanted to do? I mean, I get that they're going to use it yeah. for a heist later on, but while they attack it's, the double dragons, they accidentally so shoot their own base like yes. five times. Yes. It's yes. It's it's pure magical rules, right? This is the fairy kingdom that they've put in a computer instead of through a through a, a bush in the park. <laughs> It feels like somebody else came up with the pitch for this episode where they said, okay, yeah, do, hey, you go write an episode about stuff in a video game happens in real life and you won't like make it super weird and convoluted and and kind of miss the point, right? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, it's also just a bad plan because they they trick them to becoming digitized so that they're trapped in the digital world, which is good, but then they want to kill them. They want to destroy them. 
but they could have just done that in the real world. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> were no the extra fact, steps. And, and so then the fact that these guys are just digitized running around the digital version of their own base <laughs> makes them accidentally destroy things in their own base. Yeah. <laughs> And they just keep taking turns like, oh, no, it's my turn yeah. to try. And they keep fucking it up. And so so they I have actually, to get a little boy to come and fix it for them. <laughs> this plot, this plot winded around so much that I actually didn't catch the foreshadowing here because I thought this was just more of that weird serialization. And it is a little <laughs> bit right. So they, they're just like they're repairing the dragons before they get digitized. Their dojo gets attacked. And so they're like repairing it the next day. And this kid, Danny, walks by and is like, whoa. The fuck happened to the dojo? And he's like, <laughs> Yo, Danny. Uh, yeah, we uh, <clears throat> had some trouble last night. Hey, I thought you were going to come check out the Junior Dragon. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, really. But the next round of the video game championships is coming up, and I got to win back my title. Well, uh, see ya. <laughs> and he leaves. And I thought that was just like a fun little cameo from a character from a different episode. And it wasn't until the literal moment that they were like, we have to find someone good at video games that I realized why he was even in this episode. Oh, fair mm -hmm. enough. I, I picked this one based on the synopsis. So I was sort of and the synopsis. I think if you if you, you know, yeah. read it, not to, right. not to sound like a dick, not to dog. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I like we we talked about that like a week ago and then I didn't yeah. reread the synopsis. Yeah, before I started enough. the app. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's the video. You did say dog just there. And I think that's a great transition to talk about the <laughs> other major character in this episode, which Legs? is the double dragons, six legged dog named Lex. <laughs> and they just recently got this dog, I assume, in a previous episode. Uh huh. Um, because one of the dragons really hates this dog in a very nasty way. It's and very Jimmy the sort mean of one. It's Jimmy the mean one who doesn't like mm -hmm. the six-legged mutant dog. <laughs> and um, and the dog, they, they don't have a name for it at some point. <laughs> and it's like, well, he needs a name. What about legs? I don't believe it. That thing's got more legs than you and me put together. And you're carrying it? You need a name. How about legs <laughs> and you think well surely that won't that'll that's just the joke when they're throwing out that they'll come up with a different name mm -hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well I, I, i'd have to rewatch it but i do like that if it comes from the from the guy who hates legs <laughs> the guy who hates the dogs how about name him a bunch of legs because i hate how many legs this guy has <laughs> yeah <laughs> but also this yeah. this show is so poorly animated i'm gonna blame it on this and they decided it's a Doberman looking dog. So it's it's black. Mm -hmm. I didn't even notice that this dog had six legs until no, they pointed I, I it out. It, 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 took, it yeah. took me same. It took me half the episode to, to learn. Yeah. It. What do you mean mutant dog? It looks like a yeah, dog. It's like, a fucking regular a dog. dog. Why do you hate this thing? <laughs> <laughs> and there are other mutant animals. The This episode does open up with a rat that just has like dragon spikes on armored it. dinosaur rat that isn't yeah. explained it, no but yeah i was so confused and then I'll, i was like oh he does have six legs okay it was one of my <laughs> in, favorite in, like, the sequences. Fourth scene that he was in yeah one of my favorite sequences is when the bad guys attack the dojo they kidnap the dog because the shadow master is like you know what fucking take the dog and they're like okay whatever that's weird and he takes the dog and he's like digitize the dog and well, then i say pick... energize the digitizer energizing digitizer the digitizer and then digitize the dog and then 
there isn't an end game to that. It's just that now they have a dog on CD and that's kind of fun. And they've got it now. Now we have a dog on a disc. We've got a Nintendog now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that the, uh, the, the, the sequence after Danny shows up to play the video game is probably the, it's the it's the nonsense part of the episode right i mean it's all just like i stopped weird taking notes at some point <laughs> yeah right I, I will say i think the the funniest part of this episode was watching ice pick get danny's attention <laughs> oh uh, my god to get him to come in he goes he goes to the arcade and danny's playing it's like he's trying to pick up chicks he's like yeah. oh hey <laughs> but, fancy meeting you here but danny's playing like a racing like a racing game he's in like a big freaking you know like immersive arcade and Ice Pick just katanas the shit out of the front of the arcade machine. He's like, oh, hey, kid, you like video me. games? <laughs> you like video games? Well, this is, he just this is wild. blasts this video game apart. Now, do I have your attention? You work for the Shadow Master. I'm only part of the time, and he's away right now. I just invented a brand new video game, and I'm looking for someone good enough to play it. But well, I, I don't also know. Am a, I'm also a freelance video game developer, and I <laughs> I have a real I've got a great one to show you. And he's like, uh, I need Danny QA says, testers for the exposure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's a, he starts from a place of you work for the most evil man in the world, and then he's like, but I have a video game. And Danny's like, I'm listening. I, I know, mean, but I also like the qualifier, right? Like that's hilarious. No other henchman in any show we've watched has been like. Come on, man. That's my day job. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> I know. It's so good. <laughs> and that's so true. I, it's so funny. Yeah. Yes. In in uh, Billy's defense, fuck, Danny. 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 Um, in Danny's defense, I think all gamers <laughs> were waiting for the day that a man with a sword would show up and say, hey, <laughs> you're, you're, you're the one who's good enough to finally play the video <laughs> game I need you to play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite, this is my favorite line in, in the, I, I don't, I don't know if it was intended to be funny. I found it so funny. After Ice Pick uh, brings Danny there, Danny realizes what's going on after a little bit. He thinks the double dragons are, are like digital fake ones, but then he realizes they're the real ones that have been stuck in the digital world. While Danny is realizing this, uh, Ice Pick is like trying to move the swords out of sight because he still thinks there's a chance he can trick Danny. And uh, he can't touch them because those are dragon artifacts, too. So he, like, jumps back, lands in the digitizer, accidentally digitizes himself, <laughs> and then everything's great. And we cut to the Shadow Master, and he just goes, I am very disappointed in Ice Pick. I am very disappointed in Ice Pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then his magic shield is like, you know, you hired him. So that's kind of a <laughs> doorknob. <laughs> it's like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> Shadow Messer has a toxic relationship with his shield. <laughs> oh, oh God, God, I'm very disappointed I'm a... at Ice Pick. I don't care for Joe. <laughs> yeah. I'm, done, I'm done talking about this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's we just, just leave. Let's leave now and go to a wrap up. Please. Please, let's do it now. Let's we're done. I am I am in a complete three-dimensional fugue state at this point. <laughs> I I don't I don't know what else to even say about this show. It is 
it's horrendous. It's got a few. It's 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 got a few moments of uh, of cartoon trash that you can you can deeply enjoy, and a a lot of nonsense. You know, it, it, the the nonsense gets condensed in our conversation, but mm-hmm. make no it's mistake, it's yeah, long. There's not a good. Yeah, make no mistakes. It's quite long. Rory, you mentioned something at the beginning of this episode that I want to bring back because I think it's very good. You said a trash high. Uh, that you sort of got a trash mm-hmm. high off of it, and I think I think that needs to be part of our vocabulary because yeah. I think I think that is a really great way to explain these shows that are like, well, we enjoyed our experience, but it, please don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like visionaries, right? Uh huh. Yeah. God. Yeah. We we didn't even come. I have so many more notes of <laughs> of just the the trash chaos that happens like that we didn't even touch on. That's just yeah, unexplainable yeah. and inexcusable. No, totally. I will say this is all on YouTube, all of double dragon. As far as I'm aware, I think if there's, if there's one takeaway from this show that everybody needs to like be on the same page about is that these two brothers are for sure. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> a lot would suggest that. I also, I don't yeah. think they're really brothers. So, you know, they weren't raised together. Oh, so. it's like anime. Anime. So rules, it's okay. Huh? No, yeah. it's, oh, oh, it's, please, it's, it's not. not. Oh God. <laughs> uh, all right. I think I think that's good. I wanna I wanna call out really fast. Patrons did vote for this. Uh, so if you're interested in that sort of power, you should definitely check out the Patreon, especially now because we're doing kind of a an extra deal right now where. It's not just one episode you're voting on. We're letting patrons at any level submit ideas for an arc that we're going to do A later this arc. year. So Ooh. if that sounds dope, now's the time to kind of jump in and, and bearing and have in your... mind, you have <laughs> never not disappointed us. <laughs> and I, I implore. All Patreon subscribers speaking as one myself to please just, just think a little bit before clicking. I know I will be. With great power comes great responsibility, I believe. (laughs) That has not been wielded responsibly in the past. Right. No, the 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 code of the dragon, uh, I believe, The code of the dragon, you have to. You've got to do better. (laughs) Never intentionally harm another. (laughs) That's us. We're another. We we (laughs) can't go in dragons a-blazing and just click any show that has a fun title. Anymore, it's just but not. I'm yeah. Just not I'm fair. waiting. I I think somebody will submit uh, a return to fish please. Do fish please again. <sighs> well, now that you've spoken that into existence, <laughs> I, I think I, I think it'll happen. I think I think the first return to a show we've completely finished is on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do more though, Patrick. Patrick, thank you so much for uh, joining us on this horrible adventure that you sort of helped create. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for you having know, me. We still love having you. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I want to say is, uh, before we say we'll see you next Tuesday, is that we are going to be, maybe we've announced this elsewhere, but we are going to continue to be every other week for the rest of the year. Uh, well, actually, we crunched the numbers and... Instead of biweekly, what we're doing is actually this show and Infinite Backlog are gonna go to a three weeks on, one week off model. Now you might you might think you're getting less show, right? Mm. But you are not. Now how does that work? Oh, 
Interesting. Would it, would it is, is it possibly because we're doing another show on top of this for the rest of the year? <laughs> Tell them what it is. Tell them what they've won. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up the first half of the novel Dune with I've read Dune. Nice. <laughs> I think we're making it all the way through, baby. Oh, by the end of the year, we're making it through the whole book. Yeah, girl. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, Dune, yeah. Dune's coming back. Dune's coming back, and you can look forward to that very soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so with all of that being said, once again, thank you, Patrick. Uh, thank you, and thank you, patrons. And we'll see you next Tuesday. I just realized I'm going to cut this in, maybe. But actually, I just looked at the schedule. Dune comes out tomorrow. Oh, snap. With the movie? So, no, our, no. Our, our no, new episodes. Dune. Our Dune our new drop episodes. on Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. So you can look forward to that tomorrow. Uh, we'll have details in the show notes. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you want to hear more shows from us, we have two more for you. The Infinite Backlog is our extremely exciting Marvel podcast where we started at 1961 and we move forward with way too much reading. Wham, bam, pow. <laughs> and you get to hear almost every week Rory and Shane complain about how much reading it is. There's so much reading. It's always Warlock. <laughs> it comes out most Saturdays. We've also got I've Read Dune with Rory Voy. Me, Rory Voy. It's a podcast where I have read Dune and they're my captive audience for an hour. Every Wednesday till we finish the book, we're releasing I've Read Dune with Rory Voy. Me. And I've Read Dune. <laughs> And of course, if you enjoyed this show or any of our shows, really, and you want to support us, we do have a Patreon chock full of bonus content, everything from videos to sound clips to even some fun art that I get to make for you once a month. Um, and, you know, even if you can't support us monetarily, if you don't have anything to give, we would just love it if you joined our Discord and send us memes. <laughs> um, send memes to us all day long. Keep us awake all night long with your memes. We love memes. We consume them. Just ruin us with your memes. <laughs> Please ruin us with your memes. As always, our links are in the episode description. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Laters. Laters.